Hey everybody, it's Jacqueline Kramowski with The Herd Book at Acomedia here to bring you your Moving Iron Ag News update for this week in July. One of President Biden's latest executive orders, that is the executive order on promoting competition in the American economy, has some implications for us here in agriculture. One big change that could potentially come with these new rules would be under the Packers and Stockyards Act, which if, if it goes into effects, would help farmers bring and win claims. It would also stop some processors from underpaying their producers and then also adopt some anti-retaliation protections specifically for producers who would speak out against unfavorable practices. This would also include uh, having more accurate food labels to enable consumers to better produce products that they know are made here in the United States, increase other opportunities for farmers' access to markets, and in turn receive fairer prices, um, and also deal with some equipment-related restrictions um, as far as coming as repairing them. So basically, that would be the whole Right to Repair Act, which is finally getting underway. I'll uh, talk more about that a little later here. Also worth mentioning, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack recently announced that the Department of Agriculture is slated to invest an impressive $500 million into new meat and poultry plants that are in the small to medium size, which would hopefully help deal with some of the uh, backlog we have for packing capacity still running off from COVID. Now, going back here to the right to repair, this would be uh, directing the under the Federal Trade Commission. If implemented, it would provide farmers to have significantly more options when it comes to repairing equipment that they own and operate. As you can imagine, this is largely targeting some of the mainstream tractor and equipment manufacturers such as John Deere and Case IH. And this discussion has been going on for a while, both here in the agriculture community as well as on Capitol Hill, uh, as far as who has the right to repair, if it is even ethical for companies to greatly restrict uh, repair and maintenance options only through certified dealers, etc. Most of you guys, I'm sure, are well aware about that. Uh, in one response from Deere and Company, they said, quote, when customers buy from John Deere, they, they own the equipment and can choose to personally maintain or repair the product. John Deere does not support the right to modify embedded software due to associated risk with, with safety, emissions, compliance, engine performance, etc. Uh, was one of their statements. Now, do note that the details for this ruling still need to be determined, determined by the FTC, uh, but this is the most significant movement in the way of right to repair discussions that we have seen in a long time. Here in 2021, we are seeing a record high volume of meat of and the value in sales of red meat regarding exports, uh, especially during the month of May, which they say is a positive sign for the global recovery from COVID-19. Recently, the Department of Agriculture through the U.S. Meat Export Federation said uh, last week that the values of U.S. beef and pork exports far surpassed previous records throughout the whole month of May. And also worth noting, the vol the sheer volume of beef exports could and pork values as well could both be the third highest in history that we've seen. Moving on to international news, I would of course be remiss if I did not mention Cuba. As of right now, the nation is facing their worst food shortage that's happened to them since the 90s. And a big part of this is of course because 70% of their food and ingredients rely very heavily on exports. What this means as far as uh, agriculture exports and commodities, I do not know, but I would be very interested to keep an eye on that here in the near future. Recently, a South Korea startup raised 
a whopping $60 million so they could, quote, globally source hub of food and agriculture, unquote, through an online platform that would connect buyers and sellers of different uh, produce and agriculture commodities in over 70 countries. Coming back here a little closer to home in the United States, these record heat waves and drought conditions have really taken a toll throughout the northern plains and western U.S., this time affecting our barley crop. Uh, about up to 80% of the grain, and much of which is used uh, by brewers specifically, has been notably impacted. Only 1%, for example, of the state of Washington's crop was in the good to excellent category, and overall... Uh, nearly 40% of the total U.S. crop is, falls into the poor to very poor category. That is very easily putting this year to be on track for being the very worst year on the record for barley conditions. And as we get closer to harvest, the overall poor yield that's anticipated is very well expected to create supply issues for breweries and then also raise prices for customers. All right, that about catches you up here coming in hot for the second week of July. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend ahead. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your agribusiness writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com. Let me know you found out about us here on Moving Iron, and I'll give you 20% off your first invoice.